Begin and finish your day with thoughts of gratitude. Those first and final moments set the tone for the many minutes that fall in between. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining, welcome. Thanks for giving us a shot. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up for this special deal right now for a limited time right at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. If you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and hopefully anywhere podcasts are distributed. If you find that we are not at a specific location, please let me know, and then I will uh, hopefully correct that. Begin and finish your day with thoughts of gratitude. Those first and final moments set the tone for the many minutes that fall in between. How disciplined are we? Is a great question to ask ourselves this morning. Do we begin and finish our days the same in general? Do we have a routine? My routine, probably all the way up to my mid-30s, was incredibly volatile. I didn't really have a strict wake-up time, go-to-sleep time. and There were things that were consistent between when I woke up and went to bed, obviously, because I had a job and... You know, jobs at least force you into a routine of some kind. But being intentional about a routine is in incredibly helpful for those of us who are emotionally volatile. <laughs> so if we if we have an issue where we constantly will, or we we have a tendency to fluctuate in, in our personality between highs and lows, having a, a healthy or a consistent routine, although boring, is extremely helpful. Waking up, waking up at the same time every day, going to sleep at the same time every night, you know, eating breakfast at the same time every day. These, these small things that we can do will actually help maintain some consistency to our moods. Even as I speak, doing this podcast forces me to wake up at the same time every day. And that helps me. It's super awkward at first, you know, when you're setting up new routines. It's it's incredibly uncomfortable, but but there's a lot of value in it because your our minds tend to cling on to things that are constant, and the constancy of a, a stable routine it does bring like a a, a satisfi satisfaction to it. If you've never tried it, just try it for a couple of weeks. Just doing the same, having the same morning and evening routine. It can be small things like, you know, having your coffee at the same time in the same location every morning and spending 10 minutes reading a book or looking out your window, whatever that, whatever that might look like, just, just something that's consistent when you wake up and, and when you, before you go to sleep. So I think the first part of this quote does kind of allude to the necessity or the importance of having some kind of routine because you're going to be beginning and finishing your day with something. And in this case, thoughts of gratitude. Gratitude. 
What a difficult thing to pursue right now in a marketing and corporate climate and culture. We are constantly reminded of the things we don't have. We're constantly reminded of the things we need to work on. But don't worry, there's a, <coughs> excuse me, there's a pill you can take or a formula you can sign up for, or a program you can jump into that will fix your problem because something's wrong with you. You're missing something. Here's a reason to be unhappy, and here's something that will I can sell you that will make you less unhappy. That is the corporate model in a nutshell. Don't get me wrong. I am not anti-capitalistic because, well, I know my history. You know, the alternative was horrific. So this is the best system we have so far, and so we should just learn to live with it and adapt to it. But that doesn't mean it's not without its faults. And... Marketing in general is probably the most toxic portion of the entire thing. Marketing, in a sense, is, is, is the art of reminding you of why you should be unhappy and then selling you on something that will make you happy. And so if we're not careful, we don't protect ourselves from this, it can be very easy to be unhappy, especially if we spend an immense amount of time sitting in front of our screens, which... I'm a tech guy, so I do. It's very easy to compare because we are human creatures. I talk about this regular on the show. We are part of the human race. So when we see other humans doing things, any kinds of things, we compare ourselves to those other humans because we're humans. And so this contrast we make in our minds of which we put ourselves side by side next to other people generally are shallow. We don't understand all of the context naturally, that has led to that point for that human. We also don't really know how much that particular thing we are viewing has been edited, which editing is a huge part of especially social media culture. So it's very difficult to be grateful for the things we have because we are constantly reminded of the things we don't have. And that's why I think this quote is valuable in a lot of ways, because it says to begin and finish your day with thoughts of gratitude. In other words, it, with, when you're inundated on day in and day out with messages of how you should be unhappy, it's extremely important you have some kind of a gratitude list. Where you sit down and you literally write down the basic things that you can be grateful for. I have, it could be, I have my health. If you don't have that, it could be, I have a job. If you don't have that, it could be, I have someone who loves me. If you don't have that, it could be, I have an animal that I love, you know, something close to me. I'm smart. I have a good sense of humor. Just anything, literally anything that you value. It's called a gratitude list. And, and these things you just can write down on a yellow piece of paper on a notepad. You can type it into your phone on your notes app. And every time you start to feel dissatisfied, it's a good thing to bring that back up and remind yourself of how lucky and blessed you are. Because in most of our cases, we are incredibly blessed and lucky and fortunate. And if that doesn't work for you, and it seems like your entire life is miserable and horrific, you may need to look to the past. I don't think I fully appreciated what I had until I had a point of comparison. 
And when you're constantly reminded in a culture of where you stand against other humans today, there are limitless things to be disappointed and ungrateful for. But if you go back 10, 20, 50, 100, 200 years, it will be shocking how good you have it. And so I, big, I think a big component of this lack of gratitude is a fundamental misunderstanding of our history. Actually, one great book on the subject is The Right, right Side of History. That's somewhat political, though. But if you just pick up a basic history book and you uh, read the history of the United States alone or, or basically the history of the human race, you don't have to go back that far to uh, really see how much better you have it than people before you. So if you're having trouble putting things on that gratitude list and you're like, man, I don't have anything to be grateful for, then it may be time for you to start reading some history because history is, is in, I get it, especially when you're younger. It's incredibly boring because you're like, who cares what happened to people 100 years ago? But I think, I think it's important to know where we came from and to realize the sacrifices people made before us for us to get here. People literally stormed the beach and died, you know, in their 20s for freedom. People still go overseas and die to protect freedom. You know, you think about think about it in that context is people died on the beach so that we could complain on the Internet about how bad we have it. And that's true. They did. They fought for that freedom because they knew the, how important the freedom even just to complain is. This is a whole different type of person, by the way, people who can do that, who have the, the willingness and to, to make that sacrifice. Before we move into the next part of that quote. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. If you're like me and you love reading, but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out, because you listen to this show, for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org and take advantage of this free limited time offer for my listeners. It lasts for 30 days and you get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, which has over a thousand audiobooks, by the way, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. So pause this podcast and head over to take advantage of this limited time offer for my listeners at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. So we talked the import, talk about the importance of setting a routine, and I don't know if you guys have a routine. And then this quote says, those first and final moments can set the tone for the many minutes that fall in between. So in a lot of ways, it prepares you for the the constant reminders that you're going to experience throughout the day that you should be unhappy where you're at. And so we can almost guard ourselves against 
unhappiness and dissatisfaction by reminding ourselves every morning and every evening of what we should be grateful for. It's almost like putting on like a suit of armor to protect ourselves from ingratitude. On the subject of, of gratitude, I, I found myself at various times of my lifetime very, very much struggling with this. And it's especially hard to struggle with gratitude when you are going through an existing hardship. That's when, that's when gratitude is, easy, is most difficult to grasp. Because when you're at a low point, the, the corporate setup, the way we, if we're at a point of low self-esteem or low motivation, and then you see people at their best, whether it's on the internet or wherever you might be, it's almost like a, a beat you while you're down feeling. You know, and, and I get that. It's it's never a fun place to be. And that's that's another thing to be aware of is is if we are at a dark point in our lives, we need to be careful with the information that we consume because we can feel like the world is beating us while we're down. And there is a crushing weight there. You know, you, you're like, man, I'm really having a hard time at it. And there's nothing quite like flipping open your phone and then looking at it. And then somebody saying, you suck right now, don't you? <laughs> Here's a, here, just give me $400 and I'll fix how much you suck. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Now, I, I don't think their intentions are always are, are always that bad, right? They don't intend to exploit people's weaknesses. And in a lot of ways, a lot of people are selling real solutions to real problems, and that's why they make money doing what they do. So it's not all snake oil. But I, when you're in a vulnerable position or a vulnerable or fragile part season of your life, then it then we should be careful about the the information we consume because if if we we aren't then we that can cause us to spiral and i don't know if you've ever been through a spiral that's when you get in this negative feedback loop where you're constantly re reinforcing your negative thinking and then that can cause us just to kind of spiral out of control spiral downward and that's not good right it makes it harder like the deeper we get into that spiral the harder it is to dig ourselves out of it you know, if I were to visualize a an actual image of this happening, it's somebody digging their own ditch and, you know, stop digging. You know, sometimes the best thing you can do. The quick the quickest way out of the ditch is to stop digging it deeper. And another trap there is the pity party, right? Because pity parties feel really good. Like feeling sorry for ourselves. We wouldn't do it if it didn't feel good. I know that's it's like kind of a weird sickness we have and tendency we have is that when we are in in a bad season it's so easy to play the victim and the victim card and to throw ourselves into this emotional tirade of the whole world is against me and there's nothing I can do about it poor me it feels really good to get in to, to, to have that mentality. And I think that's why it's appealing to all of us. And I, I've been through certain parts of my life in which I've thrown those pity parties myself. The downside of the pity party 
is that, first of all, nobody likes listening to somebody talk about how bad they have it. So socially, it's not good for you and your relationships. Because people have their own problems and they don't want to sit you, hear you sit around, sit around and listen to you complain about yourself all the time. Of course, if you have a close friendship, a lot of, I literally have one of one of my closest friendships is built on complaining, <laughs> but we're more, more um, sarcastic about it. So it's less of a pity party and more of a, a railing against reality or the people railing against people. But anyways, it's not good for our relationships in general to complain all the time, especially if we're just feeling sorry for ourselves. So there's that downside to the pity party thing. And then the other thing is, is if those lies of how bad we think we have it become entrenched, then there's very little we will be able to do to dig ourselves back out of it. If we start to see the world through a lens of it happening to us rather than us being able to learn to overcome things that happen to us. In other words, if we get caught in the trap of perpetual victimhood, we become ineffective humans. We just do. We, there's, if we've conceded that there's nothing we can do to change anything in our lives because our lives happen to us on every level, then we've, we've stripped away all of our power to make any changes or positive momentum in our lives. We just have. We've stripped away all of our ability and power to overcome any adversity. That's a that's a deep, deep problem and dangerous place to be. Because then it becomes self-fulfilling, right? So you you become powerless because of the way you've trained your mind. And then because you've become powerless, the world does continue to spin. The world continues to move on whether you've embraced your corner of it or not. And so guess what's going to happen next? More bad things. And then those bad things are going to reinforce the victim mentality and continue to feed your powerlessness. And then eventually you will find yourself completely at the mercy of the world around you. And the more dangerous prospect of this, it'll be you in need of a savior. And there's no shortage of opportunistic politicians, opportunistic companies, opportunistic other people who will be more than happy to swoop in and be your savior if you're willing to sacrifice yourself, your time, and your energy to rescue you from your victimhood. It's all power play. So do not fall into that trap. There is a solution to this, and it is gratitude. Gratitude is the cornerstone of escaping a lot of this. Not only that, but I would argue that gratitude is the cornerstone of any amount of happiness and joy you're going to have in your life. If we do not master this ability to find the things, the silver linings in our life that we can be grateful for, we will find ourselves in a state of perpetual powerlessness because we will be at the mercy of the constant reminders of how miserable and unhappy we should be. And what we should say to those messages is, no, I've got it pretty good because of this. No, you're wrong. I'm not a victim because of this. No, you're wrong. 
I'm not ugly or unhappy or miserable or worthless because I have these things to be grateful for. I have been at my happiest, not when I've had nice things, not when I've had a, the perfect job, not when I've had the perfect partner, not when I've had the perfect kids. I have been at my happiest when I've been the most grateful for what I have. And I don't know if this is true for you or not. And it's very elusive. Joy and happiness are so elusive. You might even only have them for moments. And then something sneaks in that just strips it away. It's really frustrating. <laughs> it just is. It's, it's really frustrating to have our happiness and joy completely robbed from us by the reminders that we should not be happy or have joy. If gratitude isn't the cornerstone, it is at least a cornerstone for a healthy outlook and a happy life. If you're a religious person or not, this is one of the one of the valuable things from what Christ taught cuz Christ was one of the people who regularly talked to God, but he actually regularly thanked God for the things that he had and the people he sent him. And there was this real intimacy of, he, he never had anything. Like, he had no wealth. The dude was poor. He wore probably the same clothes a lot. Walked around in sandals. But there was no shortage of gratitude for the people he was surrounded with. Of course, there were times in which he wasn't, but... That proper alignment of even enjoying and being grateful in the suffering we are enduring is a level of gratitude that I still, to this day, I don't even see how it's possible to get there. But it's worth pursuing. To be able to to find gratitude when you have nothing. And right now I have, I, I'm so blessed, you know, like most people. <clears throat> and still find a way to make myself unhappy and ungrateful. And that's really what we need to fight against. <clears throat> and so constantly reminding of our, ourselves of the things we should be grateful for is absolutely essential. So this, this quote is, I think, incredibly powerful today. So if we get ourselves in that consistent routine of beginning and finishing our days the same, then we can start injecting this into our lives. Obviously, we can't do it perfectly, and we won't do it perfectly all the time. But there is tremendous value in beginning and finishing our days with thoughts of gratitude. Because those first and final moments do set the tone for the many minutes that fall between. We can apply this principle not just with gratitude, but with other things. We can begin or finish our day with constructive behaviors. We can begin our day with exercise. We can finish our days with a devotion or reading a book that's motivating for us. We can inject these things into our routine that reinforce us for the many minutes that fall in between our every day. Prepare us emotionally and spiritually for 
the onslaught of negativity and messaging that's going to hit us. So that way it doesn't crush us under its weight as we navigate the day. Very difficult. I work in customer service, so I've, I, fall, I fall subject to this a lot. If I don't prepare myself emotionally for the onslaught of phone calls, angry customers, disappointed that they didn't get what they needed or what they got didn't work, or if I don't prepare myself for that onslaught at the beginning of the day, then my day will spiral out of control very, very quickly. So making this part of our routine is extremely helpful. So you all did a great job on this quote. I'm glad you selected it. The quotes are selected from the Facebook page. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If uh, Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. We are on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. That helps the show grow, helps feed the algorithms, I like to say. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You should also be able to subscribe anywhere podcasts are distributed. If not, let me know. That way I can uh, make sure we get distributed on those networks. You can let me know, by the way, by connecting to me on the, any social network. This show is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time offer for my readers, get unlimited my listeners get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain, if I haven't said that already. And until next time, begin and finish your day with thoughts of gratitude. Those first and final moments set the tone for the many minutes that fall in between. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today because that is all we can do. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you tomorrow.